Yeah, I'm just like, let's see. Where did that app go? I got too many apps on my phone. You know, the other thing that drives me crazy is that people feel like they have the need to only have one or two pages of apps. I don't know how people do that. I only have two. Really? How I, do you do that? <clears throat> I used to only have one. Um, but I... How do you do it? I can't I can't make it happen. I, I don't have that many apps, John. <laughs> I just don't no, use I've it got, enough. I've got several hundred. Wow. I think, I mean, how do you, there is a way to count, isn't there? Yeah, settings, general, about, yeah. applications. Can, <laughs> let's see. Go on, how many have you got? 395. Wow. Yeah. I have 67. A, I've had more than that before. Um, I, you know, I'm, I cut back. I, I do go through and delete some every now and then. Some of these I have no idea what they are or where they came from. Sure. Usually, usually that's because I go to the Starbucks app and get the free app of the week. I was like, "Oh, it's free. Maybe, maybe there's something good here." And I mess around with it for a little bit, and I was like, "Oh no, it's not not for me." Yeah, I do that. So if I see one kind of pop up on like you know deals and stuff, oh, it's free this week. I'm like, "Oh, but I'll grab that now while it's free." And then you know, I never, never use it. I yeah. dread to think how many apps I've actually downloaded. You know, just in my iTunes account. I'm looking to see, like, give me, an, let's see, the, the the last page, to get an idea of what is in here. I've got um, Mimpy Dreams, which was a free game, which is a popular game on the App Store, which I thought maybe I would review sometime, but not while it's free. Haha. ha. Uh, Prisma, because I've been seeing a lot of people using these weird filters on Twitter this week. Oh, yeah, I saw I somebody tweet about that. Yeah, but I haven't done anything with that yet. Also thought possible review P- new pythonista 3 which i shouldn't have downloaded because the one script i wanted to use turns out only works on two sheets um google sheets roadblock content blocker highball for cocktails because someone asked me to i came up with a cocktail and someone asked me for a highball recipe for it and i obliged <laughs> um engage which is that <laughs> that twitter app have you heard about that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. This is for for very special Twitter users. Well, it's not. It's, I know everyone can use it, but... Yeah, everybody can use it, man. you you got to be a player and engage with your audience. And then there's also the other one is... Uh, I forget what the other one's called. Um, Discover, maybe, or something like that. Um, Text Grabber, which was a freebie for a week, which is like an OCR thing. Bitcam. From Icon Factory. And this is all. And some, these are all on your la- last home. This page? is the last, last partial page of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eighth, pa- uh, ninth page, I think. Oh my god, that's and too many, John. L- Lummaby, which I have no idea what it is. It was probably one of those free ones I was mentioning from Starbucks. It looks like it's a Photos app. It is. It's a Photos app, and I don't know what it does. Well, there you See, go. this is part of the show. This is where John goes through and reads nine pages. And there's a lot of folders here, Rob, full of lots of stuff. Um, nine pages of of apps. It's a little bit of a wasteland after page two, gotta say. And, th- and this is why I only have two pages because everything yeah, else see. would just One, be garbage and I wouldn't touch it. Oh, it's not nearly as bad as I said. It's only eight pages. It's not nine. Oh, it's only eight. Oh, that's fine then. Yeah, it's only eight because the first one is the um, it's the you know the widgets. And the good thing about the widgets with iOS 10, for whatever reason, mine won't let load any data, so they're not very useful. They're just blank cool. rectangles. Yeah, blank rectangles. Sounds really useful. <laughs> I, I do have one that has shortcuts to like send you a telegram and a few other people, um, but that's about all it does right now for me. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. 
Good stuff. I got that little game Steve in there still, though. That works. That's a little endless runner with a dinosaur. Oh, it's the the, the, the chrome dinosaur, right? As in the dinosaur. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it shows up in chrome when you haven't got I any internet. That, see, I knew that that was a familiar familiar, familiar thing, but I go, it shows you how much I know about um, about chrome that I couldn't quite place it. Yeah. Yeah, I was playing that this week because our, our internet down went down for a little bit and I got like 700 or something in that game. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, I did, that was a productive 10 minutes. No, that is good. I'm not very good at games. That's why I review them so I can get better at them. Should we? Uh, uh, so we, yeah, we have some, we have some, uh, we're, we're just doing, we're doing the cold open today, right? We're just going for it. We're just going to keep going. Because we, we were just talking about games and you should tell me about Red, Dem- Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, so <clears throat> we mentioned it well the last week, and then me and Dave mentioned it the week the the episode before. Um, we were hoping for some kind of announcement, but they uh, they just released it on uh, backwards compatibility. Um, so if you've got a copy for the Xbox 360, you can play it on the Xbox One, um, or you know you can download it from the store as well. Uh, I think it's on sale right now. Um, so it's not quite it's not quite a remaster that I would have liked. But, um, you know, I was saying to you, it's kind of nice just to be able to play everything on the same console. And I yeah. think I'm about, probably about halfway through my 360 games that I've got that are backwards compatible now. Um, so if they keep going, I might be able to get rid of my 360 at some point. How does that work? Do you know, like, how do they make it backwards compatible? Because it's it seems, it, it's odd to me that it, it takes them long periods of time to make these games compatible because obviously they're not changing the disc right they're doing something i guess server side to make it work is that right well when you if i put in the the disc it downloads the digital copy um and the digital copy you know just uses the disc as a you know authentication to show that you've you've purchased it um got it so I, i i assume that what they're doing is repackaging up the game um, right, they're doing some sort of programming to make it work on the new hardware. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, it, it it's kind of it's just nice that the stuff I've got lying, you know, the games I've still got for the 360, which is quite a few at this point, some of that I still haven't played. Um, as I say, maybe half of them now are on backwards compatibility, so it's quite nice. Oh, that's good. Um, God, I was going to tell you about a game that we just got for the PS4, and I can't remember what it's called, so it's not very useful information. Um, I don't remember. Never mind. Brilliant. Well, if you think of it, <laughs> you think of it. Let me know. <laughs> it's one of the newer ones. Um, I don't know. It's an online only thing where you go around and uh, shoot stuff. Overwatch. That's what. Is that the one? Yep, that's the one. I haven't tried it yet. That's why I don't know what it. I have not even seen any of my kids playing it, so I'm not even sure. Other than I've heard it's really good from them. Yeah, I have heard it's good. Um, but the thought of playing online with people is just awful. I can't. Yeah, that was kind of my reaction too. And then I guess you can play against some bots, but that's probably pretty lousy. I don't know. Then that's never really a great experience. Yeah, I mean, like Rocket League have, have kind of done it quite well um, because you basically, for the most part, the only interaction you can have is the preset. There's kind of like twelve preset, um, you know, messages that you can send while you're playing a game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there's no talking or anything like that unless you're in a party with friends or whatever. Um, I mean, yeah. Tell me about your uh, your Rocket League addiction a little more. Yeah, I've kind of. I think I've played it every day this week, in, in whatever possible spare time I can find. Um, 
it's good you can play it kind of for just a short time and still enjoy it too i found oh yeah I mean, it's great like i you know j- just before i came up to to talk to you i i just turned it on played one game and then went all right okay i'll go off and and do that because uh for online like the games are only five minutes long um right you can change that locally. You know, if you if you're just playing against bots or whatever locally, you can um, you can change it to like ten minutes, I think, or fifteen. But yeah, all the online games are just five minutes, so it's really great to just kind of jump on, play a game, and then turn it off again. Yeah, no, it's it's a fun game. I mean, they did a really nice job. It took me a while to get used to the controls. They seem to me to be kind of different for a driving game. Yeah, it's kind of unusual. Um, and I've actually had some problems on my thumbs really hurting from holding boost because of where it is. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm considering maybe mapping it to a different button so that I'm not constantly having my thumb and, and my finger in that position. But um, but yeah, and it's considering basically all it is is football, but with cars. Um, right. They, they've done a really good job of making it interesting and, and you know kind of fun to play. Yep. Um, and you know they've got different game modes. So you've got standard football. Um, they've also got hockey um, and uh, basketball. Oh, are those are those modes new? Because I don't think I've ever seen those. Uh, I think so. I think <clears throat> certainly basketball. I know was introduced probably only a month or so ago. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's been a while a since longer. I played. Um, that is extraordinarily hard to play basketball. Um, yeah, I would think so. I mean, you know, it's a big hoop. Uh, basket yep. or whatever is it you know it's not small or anything but it's it's kind of difficult because it's quite a small um small level uh, but yeah it's really mm-hmm. fun you know you can mix it up between all the different game modes and you know you can play anything from like one on one up to four on four um depending on yes. what mode you're playing so yeah it's it does I say I've just I can't really stop myself playing <laughs> yeah no it's it's so I guess it's I guess if we haven't really explained it but maybe people don't know what it is it's it's basically playing football with cars and they're they're like buggies they're they're crazy looking cars and they do stuff like that you can jump and boost and do all kinds of crazy maneuvers yeah exactly yeah and then you can you can kind of deck out your you you can uh, decorate your car and do other fun things yeah my car right now has uh, a nice pair of uh kind of sunglasses uh, that i unlock nice uh, <laughs> they, they look a bit ridiculous because it's a car but you know it's fun um because you kind of get these random, random drops of items uh, like little flags and things to go on the aerial, and you know different kind of designs for the cars and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. really fun. That's cool. Well, I've been playing a, a car game this week, which is um, Neon Drive, which is an iOS and Mac game that's very much like an '80s themed um, arcade game, which is kind of fun. I was, it was surprisingly fun. I mean, I think part of the fun is just because they did a really good job with the soundtrack and the kind of the look, of, just the the '80s look of the game. Yeah, definitely the soundtrack. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the game. I think it, you know, it's nice looking and it is an interesting kind of concept, but the the soundtrack is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very hard game. Did you find it hard? I mean, I, I had a very hard time pro- progressing. Cause it's just, it's, a, it's a real twitchy game. You have to be really good at changing lanes in a split second. Yeah, that, that was, like I think I said to you, like it was almost stressing me out a little bit because I was so like, you've got to concentrate so hard to make sure you get it right. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's a really fun game, but it's maybe not something I'm going to come back to too often. 
Yeah, it is one of those that it's um, it is a, maybe a little stressful, but you know you've got four lanes and you're it, the, the mechanics are really easy because all you do is to, at least on the on iOS is you you tap the left and right side of the screen to change lanes and you've got to go back and forth across four lanes and dodge various obstacles whether they're um, like physical I don't know like barriers or other cars and that kind of thing. Um, it's kind of fun, kind of fun. And they also have some nice uh, wallpapers on their website as well. Yeah, I, I thought those. You mean like when you just kind of scroll down towards the bottom of that that website? Yeah, there's a, a wallpapers link right at the bottom of the, oh, the main I page. Uh, that I actually didn't see. Okay, yeah. Um, I'll have to check that out. I don't seem to get out of it now. Uh, yeah, down at the bottom they've got soundtrack link um, where you can buy the soundtrack and then uh, wallpapers as well. Uh, so mm-hmm. they've got a few. They've got some mobile wallpapers and uh, desktop as well. Yeah, the um, the soundtrack is on, if you, if you like, it's on Bandcamp, so you can listen to it online or pay, like, I don't know, maybe it's 5 or $6, something like that, to get it, the whole thing. Yeah, I so, see. I mean, I know it, it's a good way to do it. Yeah, I can, seven, seven euros, it says here, so, yeah, I guess, I, I don't know. I don't know what the exchange rate is for euros right now, but. No, no, you won't be able to use them much longer, so there's that. So, uh, yeah, so we'll put a link in the show notes to that game. Um uh, on that note, Rocket League as well. Um, if anyone wants to add me and play, yeah, let's go for it. Um, same username as Twitter, uh, RM Lewis UK. Is it is it PS4 only? I don't even know. No, it is av- It's available on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, no, I guess that's right because you're playing on the Xbox then. No, I'm playing on PS4. You're, you're playing on PS4. Why do I do this every time? I think you have an Xbox One. No, you I do. I have Xbox both. One. All right. So it used to be that I used to say tell, tell you about the PS4, and you say I don't have one. Yeah. And no, I, now I, I now I now I can't make a mistake. Yeah, because I bought one to play Uncharted. 4, That's right. Um, That's right. And and I got Rocket League on the PS4 just because there's a couple of people that I know um, already have it on PS4, so I figured I might as well get it there. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I assume it's not cross-platform in terms of the online play. Uh, the on you can play between uh, PS4 and PC. And also between uh-huh. Xbox One and PC, but there's none between the two consoles. Yeah. Um, hmm. But you know, it's it's fine. I don't. I I tend to just be playing with random people online for the most part. Yeah. Have you played with anybody you know yet? Uh, yeah, a friend of mine, Craig. Uh, we played for a few hours, and uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's fun to. It, it's definitely better playing with other people that you're actually talking to um, because yeah. you can kind of communicate a bit better. Right, um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's good fun. Well, maybe you'll see me on there sometime. But if I'm playing and I'm really good, it probably means you're playing against one of my kids. That's fine. Uh, I, I've, <laughs> I've added you on there. Somebody will, you know, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, one of my one of my boys can't stand that it's my name that the username is my name because he's he doesn't want everybody to think that uh, that uh, that he's me. So sure. got that going for me. <laughs> Especially if they see me on there doing how I normally play games, which is really poorly. Right. <clears throat> so that's how I'll know then. Uh, yes, that's how you'll you, that's, you'll be able to tell immediately. Cool. Okay. Um, I think that was it for games. That was. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, we've got this this topic here. You've you've got a pretty interesting question here uh, that I think we'll just discuss for a little bit. Um, do you want to intro it? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about this because. Um, 
David Sparks invited me to kind of share my home screen on MaxSparky.com last week. And one of the questions he asked was kind of like this, which is, you know, if, if you're in charge of Apple, what would you change about the iPhone, iPad, Watch, or Apple TV, or the Mac for that matter? And I thought it was kind of an interesting question, and I figured we could talk about it a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, I'm going to start with the iPhone and the Mac, because uh, there's one thing that um, has always bugged me. I just want more colors. Like like the iPod Touch, I want to be able to buy, you know, a red iPhone or, you know, that that nice blue that they had for the iPod Touch and and the same for the Mac. I mean there's no reason they couldn't do it for both of those. Yeah, no, I think that that's right. I mean, it it is it does strike me as a little odd that they haven't gone down that path yet. Um I suppose in part maybe it's because there are already so many different models um when you think about it, i mean there there are a lot of different models of phone and then even within each model there's different storage sizes and then there's different carrier band you know carrier bands for cellular and all that you know the uh, cellular data so maybe that's part of it that it would just splinter that even further oh sure yeah i mean it, as you say you've got you know two current models of iphone and they all both come in four colors yeah, four colors, and then of course you've got the three storage sizes, and as you say, carrier and stuff, and then there's the older phones as well. So I, you know, I can see it from a logistics standpoint, but come on, it's Apple; they can do it. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree, um, and and I think it'd be fun. I think it, you know, especially, I almost felt like we would have we would have seen it by now, given the emphasis on fashion and stuff with the watch. That it just felt like maybe that was a path. They'd go down with the phone because the phone is very much, to my mind, it's very much just a similar type of device. You know, it's it's just a it, it's something that people like to make a statement about their personality with with cases and things. So why not uh, make the phone itself a little more a little more spiffy? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I I was thinking about what to change, but for me, it's mostly a software thing um, or a service thing because one thing is a fix the app store. Um, it drives me, still drives me crazy. I, I worry about this advertising direction that the app store is going in. Not so much because I'm against the ads. I, I'm trying to keep an open mind about that. And they seem to, Apple seems to have, um, at least publicly stated that their, their heart's in the right place with that. But the problem is, is that one of the things they keep bringing up is that the, that the ads are going to be relevant and, I don't know how they can possibly make the the ads relevant until they fix search and search is still just horribly broken on the app store. I mean, it's, I guess I shouldn't say horribly broken. It is better than it used to be, but it's got a long way to go. I think they have a lot of, I think Apple has a lot of data that they could use to, and bring to, to bear to creating, you know, search result lists that are ranked a little better um, and more relevant to users who are looking for something. Definitely. I mean, perfect example of this. You, you said to me, download Neon Drive, try it out. So I went to the App Store, I searched for Neon Drive, and <clears throat> for the first couple of minutes, I just wasn't sure if I was definitely getting the right game. Um, yeah. Now, the, to be fair, the top result was the right game, I thought. Yep. But then there was another one that was like Neon Drive 80s or something, or, or you know something very similar, and it, it kind of wasn't obvious... It, it wasn't immediately obvious to me which one was the right one, and I didn't want to get you know scammed out of three pound or whatever it was. Right. Um, and, and and you know in this case, yeah, 
the search was right and that was the top result. But the fact that I'm already thinking that, oh, I'm not sure, is this definitely the right one? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's kind of telling us as to what the, the search is like. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have a if it's an app that has a unique name and you get the name right, you're going to be good. If you have if you get it a little bit wrong, like if you wrote if you typed in Neon Driver, it might not come up right. Um, and but they but they need to account for that kind of thing. I mean, I, I'll give you a good example. Like there's a there's a um, developer tool called Dash, which is for cert, you know displaying and searching. Um, developer documentation of all kinds for all different languages. And I use it primarily for, you know, iOS stuff, but uh, it's called Dash. Well, you know what, you know what you get when you type in Dash? You get all those Dinner Dash games. Yep. Yeah, Dash is really hard to find on the store. Super hard to find. And I don't think the developer, they may have changed this now, but it, but you know, that's why so many people have these long convoluted names where it's like Dash colon, a develop, you know, a developer tool for reading documentation for programming languages for developers, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Because that that helps bring it up because the search only works off of the title. What does it work off of the title and the keywords? The description is um, irrelevant. Yeah, it's kind of. Uh, I mean, you know, even like Overcast has, you know, has to have Overcast podcast player because there's another Overcast app. But right. I feel and, like and, if and, I search for Overcast in the store. Apple should know that I've downloaded probably 20 podcast apps in the last five years. You know, they could prioritize that. They should know that what I'm looking for is probably the podcast app and not the weather app of the same name. Right. There's all sorts of um, metadata like that and things that you can kind of interpolate from other data of people, you know, various people's usage of the app store that like like you said and with that example um, make it you know could make the uh, the search results a lot more relevant but they're not um, and it does concern me that that's um, going to be really hard to fix the other thing that is a little it'd be interesting to see how this plays out but you know you're able, you're going to be able to as a developer buy keywords of your competitors so I'll be able to buy, you know, I don't know, like for Blink, apparently I could, and this one, this is going to be my test. Can I buy iTunes? Yeah, that would be interesting. I'm going to try it. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> you know, and for associate, uh, Amazon. Now that one should work because, uh, but I want to, I'm just curious whether Apple let the iTunes one uh, through, see what happens. Yeah, that's interesting. That's yeah, nice. but that, suppo- that's, yeah, that's supposed to give the little guys... A fighting chance uh, and i'm not convinced that that's gonna work no I, i'm not convinced either because surely if that was happening let, let's assume that for some, whatever reason you're allowed to buy the amazon keyword surely amazon could just throw more money at it and make that problem go away right exactly that's i mean that's yes i also that was what my next point was going to be i just don't expect that i'm going to be able to afford um enough keywords to make any to make a dent and make it worth do make do anything other than give more of my share of the proceeds to apple sure i mean amazon could what throw a hundred dollars every click if they wanted to like you know this it's, it's amazon if they really wanted to make sure that they always showed up you know that they could just outbid everybody 
Why? Because they're not selling. They're not selling the app. That's the thing. I think that'll be interesting how that plays out too. Because free apps like that from big companies that Amazon's not selling their app. They're selling goods on their website. Um, you know that that's kind of that will be interesting. I think that's a good point. I mean, what's the cost of acquisition of a customer of Amazon, and what what is a new customer worth? Probably a lot more than you know two or three dollars. Yeah, so that's, I guess that's one thing I'd fix. I guess the other thing I'd fix would be um, the multitasking on the iPad Pro, uh, just because it's awful and it needs it needs work. I think it's going to come. I just don't think it was ready for the announcements at WWDC. But um, it's really hard if you have a lot of apps, and you know that I have a lot of apps. It's hard to scroll through all those if there's something that you want to use that you haven't tried in a while. Sure. So I see. I don't have an ipad of any description am i right in thinking the multitasking is the kind of little vertical scrolling uh kind of list of the apps or sorry not a list it's almost like kind of screenshots or whatever on the right is that correct yep yep that's absolutely right and it's um it's just not it doesn't scale very well sure yeah you can only ever see like three yeah you can only ever see like three or four of them at a time i'm surprised i haven't gone for like a um, a stacked thing, almost like uh, like Android does, or or even like uh, Safari tabs. Um, yep. You know where you could just see the top of each app. I guess that might be might be. I mean, you would know better than I do because I don't say I don't don't use an iPad at all. But yeah, I think if they made it a little wider, you could do like dual rows. I mean, it, I, one I like the implementation that was in the um, iOS 10 Wish concept video that Federico and. Um, his designer did sure i forget i'm forgetting the guy's name unfortunately but yeah that that video i think they did a pretty good job of giving an example of something that might work yeah so, so what else would you change yeah so i mind another i've got another hardware one um and and this kind of just applies to across the line i guess just just stop making everything thinner just for a couple of years just just keep the iphone the same thickness and just you know let's just improve the battery life like, yeah. I, I get why they have to do it because there's, you know, there's this perception that if they release a phone that looks the same as the year before, then the media just kind of, you know, they completely destroy it. Oh, it's not even a new phone. It's exactly the same. Why even bother? And, you know, that genuinely is a, an issue for, for sales because, as you said before, like, it is a, it's a fashion item. Um, right. But it, the iPhone is already ridiculously thin. Just... I just wish they would keep it that thickness for a while and just improve the battery life significantly more because it feels like what they do is they they match the battery to make sure they always get you know that 10 or 12 hours battery life or what you know whatever it is they come out with i just wish they'd leave it for a little bit longer so we could have a, a better battery yeah no i agree i would love to have a i would love to have better battery life you could never Never have enough battery life as far as I'm concerned. Why not have it last 24 hours so I can, you know, wake up in the morning and still have something left? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that's, a good, that's a good suggestion. I mean, I, I think hardware-wise, I'm trying to think what, what hardware-wise I would I, um, I would like. I, I agree on the, the battery thing would be great. Um, I don't know. I, I've got, um, I guess, no, no real complaints other than I guess I would like it to be a little less slippery. Um, yeah, I noticed that I took my iPhone out of the my case the other day. I've got the, the Apple leather case. And I took yeah. it out and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to use a case anymore because the case is getting a bit battered up now. It's kind of, you know, year or year and a half old or something. Right. 
And I took it out, and within five minutes, I was like, no, there's no way I can carry this around like this. Like, it's just way too slippery. I've been going caseless for about eight months now, mm. six months. Yeah, and I've, I'm just, you know, I, I grip it in a death grip with both hands. Now, have you got the, <laughs> have you got the 6S or the 6? Plus, the 6S plus, you yeah, the big one. Because my that the S is slightly less slippery from what I've read. Yes, yes, that's what I've heard. Um, I don't really know because I never had a 6. Yeah, see, and I know I've got a six, so I don't know. You know, I guess maybe mine's slightly worse than than what you've got, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. You know, I put um, iOS ten on my phone a couple of days ago, um, and I would not recommend it necessarily to anybody who's not crazy, because um, it's just it it's it's just kind of broken in all sorts of ways, as early betas tend to be. Um, but it's fun. I mean, I like I actually like all that iMessage stuff with the um, stickers and lasers and all that jazz. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting that the um the, the public beta is out already, given you know, what you've said and, and Frank was saying the other day a few different things that he'd seen. Um because it, it it seems like it's really not ready even for public beta. Yeah, a lot of people that I'd I'd talked to, their their bet was that it would be the the third de- developer beta that would probably be um that would probably be the public one. It's Beta one was probably more stable than your typical beta, for, you know, typical beta one. Um, beta two is—I don't know that it's much better. I think it's crashing less, but it also introduced new bu- bugs. It's mostly just UI bugs, though. It's like animations that are weird, rotation issues, um, things that just don't work quite right. Um, some third-party apps are a little, a little strange here and there, depending on how custom they are. Um, so there are problems, but. It's usable. It's just one of those things, too. It's when you upgrade to it, because it's doing all sorts of indexing and things, you know, mm. when when you, upgra- when you upgrade it. So um, it was, my, my phone got extremely hot, and then it was just the battery was just tanking um, for several hours afterwards. Um, so I plugged it in, and it's fine now, though. Yeah, I assume that's, that's doing all the, the kind of new Siri indexing and... Uh, yeah, I think so. Possibly a load of other stuff as well. And maybe uh, doing all the photos where it's, you know, detecting the faces and doing all those other things. And I've got a lot, there are at least, I don't know, I, I don't know if I should, if, if it's true that I have a lot of photos on my phone, because what I've really got is a lot of thumbnails of photos that are in iCloud on my phone. Sure. Yeah. So who knows how that actually works? Who knows? Um, so th- there was something else actually that that you we wrote in the document, um, just, just kind of uh, what app doesn't exist that you want for you know, oh for yeah any other so I totally I, t- I didn't realize I totally skipped over that yep no no it's fine um, I just thought I'd <laughs> me- I thought I'd mention it because there's kind of two for the TV that really bug me um, Amazon Prime Video is one um, Amazon just need to stop acting like children and just deal with it um, I, I I don't see that if they've already got an app on iOS it makes no difference if they put it on the Apple TV or not. Um, yeah, it's the main reason I have a Roku stick is because it's the only way I can get Amazon Prime. Yeah, I mean, I'm buying a new TV soon, uh, you know, probably in the next month or two. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I mentioned last week, last episode, I'm going to get a 4K TV, um, and I'm going to want to watch, you know, Netflix or Amazon Prime in 4K. I'm just going to have to buy Amazon's stupid Fire TV box. Um, not that it's stupid. Um, it just kind of bugs me that. Yeah, okay, fine. The Apple TV doesn't do 4K anyway, but like I just want a box that does all the things. Um and I'm right. just hoping that maybe the 
the Fire TV isn't as bad as it was when I tried it out, you know, a year ago or something. Um, yeah. I found it a bit janky and a few things were weird. Well, the thing, I think Amazon is hurting themselves in the long run with this because, um, I mean, I do have, a, you and I are willing to go out and get some other little box to play it. Uh, if we need to, mm. but I don't think most people are willing to do that. And even the fact that I have this Roku stick, I just don't, I don't like the Roku nearly as much as the Apple TV. Mm. Uh, so I don't use, I don't use it that often. And it's only if there's something really compelling that I want to see on, on, um, on Amazon Prime that I'll even go to it. Uh, so I, for the most part, I just don't bother. Yeah, and I think you know, of course, Amazon probably know this, but like. For me, I, I'm not getting any value out of Amazon Prime Video, not because it's not good, not because it's not a good service, because I'm sure it is, but because mm-hmm. I just can't use it on the device that I've chosen to use, like because they're being stubborn about, you know, Apple's cut or whatever the hell it is that they're complaining about. Um, right. You know, if it was on the Apple TV, I'd certainly at least get some value out of it. I mean, up until this point, the only thing I've watched on Prime Video is uh, Man in the High Castle, but that's just because right. obviously that's a Prime show, so I didn't have you know. There's nowhere else that you can watch that. That was the last time I used Prime Video on my Roku was for that, and then since then haven't touched it. Yeah, I, I you got to wonder. It's got to either be either they're not going to do it at all, or it's just incredibly low priority because they don't have. A, I don't think it would be complex for them to create an app on the Apple TV. I mean, they're just another, you know, those TV channel apps, a lot of them are just done in the TV XML language, which is really just kind of a uh, a thin layer on top of UI kit. It's not, they're, they're pretty easy to make if all you're doing is creating, you know, little like thumbnails of different TV shows that you want to present to users. Oh yeah, definitely. And and you know, let's not pretend that, you know, Amazon Amazon have got some of the best engineers in the world. I'm sure they can throw together a TV app. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's web-based too, so and they they mm. do they do know the web. So, I mean, and the last one is kind of a weird one, but it, it's amazing to me that it it's not doesn't exist. You know when you buy like a Blu-ray or a DVD and they give you those codes to download it ultraviolet codes uh-huh. um get me wrong downloading them is a complete mess um but why isn't there an app for that you know i've got this hypothetically i've got this library of ultraviolet movies or whatever in their stupid system but they don't have an app for me to watch it on the tv like you still just have to use um you know their website on you know on a mac or their app on ios and then airplay it like it seems crazy to me that they wouldn't build an apple tv app oh yeah that is interesting yeah because gosh you know i've actually never used that because i don't um i don't i've never bought a blu-ray ever right (laughs) no physical media although i did after reading i was listening to atp the other night and um marco armit was describing how he goes about ripping blu-rays and i was like huh I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> might be a, might be a good way to get a little collection of of movies. Uh, just go down to the public library, check out a bunch of movies, and bam. I'm, I'm sure that's um, completely not, legal. <laughs> not that I not that I'm gonna do no, that, Rob. Of course not. But but uh, you can get one of those uh, Blu-ray thing, you know, players to to uh, hook into your Mac for about a hundred bucks, uh, and then the software is all relatively cheap or free so yeah with the, the blu-rays i mean for the most part i just buy digital you know movies and tv yeah. shows but um same here for so, for some movies that i really like and i want you know bonus features and, and stuff like that and it it's not always 
easy to get the bonus features that are available. Um, so, you know, I do buy, buy Blu-rays for some some movies. And, you know, they have the codes of them. I never do it. Um, I actually wrote a blog post a while ago trying to redeem one of these codes. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes. And it took me something like an hour and a half to go through all the hoops and create an account oh, wow. and stuff like this just to get, you know, the code uh, downloaded. Um, right, just so that you have an entry in some database somewhere that you can watch this in their lousy app uh, or AirPlay at your TV, right? Exactly. Um, you know, but <laughs> but that to me seems like the perfect candidate for something that they could build. If the thing is, I don't believe them. I don't believe that they do ultraviolet codes because they really think it's a useful service. Um, you know, they they don't really want people being able to watch it on their TV. They want people to go out and buy the digital version again. Yeah, it's a hedge against digital downloads, I think, and um, but they cripple it because they, like you said, they don't really want you to do that in the first place. No, exactly. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I like your your suggestion of a now plain complication for the watch too. That's a good idea. Yeah, this is something I can't remember which show it was on. Now it was either Upgrade or ATP. I can't remember which one. Um, but they were talking about um, Watch OS three and how obviously you've mm-hmm. now got this dock concept instead uh for apps and things right. like that and and glances are wrong or sorry glances are gone um but it now means it's basically an extra tap or swipe to get to the, the now playing controls you know it's already mm-hmm. i've got to look at my watch swipe up and you know do left right pause or whatever um but now you've got to press the button go to the go to the app click the app and then you can do it um, and mm-hmm. I just feel like a now playing complication is a it, that's perfect for it because it would be right there on the screen. I could just look at my watch and tap, and you know I can pause or skip or whatever it is that I want to do. Yep. But who knows? Yeah, no, that would be really nice because I use my watch. I have used my watch for that before, but I, you know, right now you have to like swipe up to get the glances, and if you're not on the right one, you got to figure out where it is because you don't you don't necessarily remember the order. And yeah, I think it would be a good good thing to have. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, maybe maybe somebody will be able to put that together a third party. I don't know if that's even possible. Um, maybe Apple will do it before before September, but who knows? Yeah, it seems like something that should be doable. Um, I think. Well, it could. Uh, I was going to say. It, I think until we get to watch watch uh, watch OS three, it's probably not. It probably wouldn't be that useful because the data doesn't update necessarily that fast. Oh sure, yeah. You know that could be a problem, but. No, I think it's definitely doable. Who knows? But uh, cool. Um, I think that just about wraps up for this week. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's going to be a blockbuster week. I don't really know why, but I thought I'd say that. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make it a good one. Going to make it a good one. Well, there we go. So, uh, John, you're on Twitter at John Voorhees, J O H N V O R H E S. And I am on Twitter at RM Lewis UK. Very good. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Talk to you later, Rob. Bye.